Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Bengals and Brews. It's a victory Tuesday. We got on the board. One and two, boys. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Got Ocho Chop in the house. Hey, check this out. Yeah, he's got Jesus Burr. My savior. Joe Burr. Uses magic powers to be able to heal and play last night. I'm taking the grills out. All right. What's up, Greg? Uh, nothing much, man. I was just looking around the house for something that I lost. Uh, no big, it, just a, but you know, it, it'll turn up. Yeah, was it your Victory Monday shirt? It's a, it's no, no, shirt. no, no. It was my Cincy hat. I think I left at the house. Uh, so, so you know, it is what it is. At what house? The rental house. house? I, rented, I have a feeling I left my Cincy hat at the house I rented last weekend with Santori and them. So whatever. Good news, Greg. Since he had's going to be selling that camo one tonight at seven, is it tonight at seven they're releasing it? Yeah. So yeah, no, I'll, I know, I know. I'll be in report. I'll just be in ag- report. Yeah, just aggravated, but no, I'm that though, man. Well, I'm all good. Yeah, you hey, are. Bengals won. Exactly right. Right, they did. So I got to start by asking you guys, as I pop up some comments here, who did everybody in the chat? How was the vibes, boys? Electrifying. Yeah. Hey, the jungle came alive, man. As much as people were saying, and I agree that the last game, the first time we were there, we were kind of like it was flat, like nobody was getting up and screaming and yelling. Fuck that. Went out the window, man. Last night, the jungle was loud as shit. Although the guy next to me picked up where he left off from last week. But you know what? I did what I could. <laughs> you, have that guy all, you get him all year, Greg, sounds like. If he's there for the first two games. Oh, yeah. I get, no, I'm stuck with him all year, so. Yeah, it is what it is. Sounds well, a real joyous guy. Every <laughs> once in a while, people around us don't show up. If so, I'll text you and you can move down by me and John. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bring us a piece of ass. Yeah. Hey, so 
I did notice, though, last night, just in case people wondered about making that Sky Nato, and they're worried about Donato's cutting those pieces real small, the pizza that they serve at uh, Paycor is a big slice. So yes, it'll it wrap is. just right around the Coney so you can go down there and get the uh, Sky Nato. There you go. That's important to know. I paid attention to shit like that. You gotta let people, people are know. like, it's not the same as the Sky Rosa because you can't wrap it around because Donato's cuts their pizza in them small strips. Not at Paycor, man. They planned on this shit. It's a big slice. You can wrap it right around a fucking coney and eat it. So Big Dick Joe Burrow flopped out his big old wiener and said, I'm playing. Jamar didn't want him to play again, but I think everyone else, including all of us, was really hoping he'd play because obviously we did not want to go 0-3. Had to get a win on the board, and we did. It wasn't pretty, but we got it done. Joe ended up being 26 for 49, 259 yards, no touchdown passes, and an interception. But he went out there, and he did the best he could. 259 yards, still more than he had in either of the previous two games. So it's a good sign. What was you guys' thoughts on Joe Burrow? There's a lot of passes I feel like he just threw away. He wasn't trying to take too many hits. The right. line only gave up two sacks overall. Obviously, it's still rough, but we got the win. And at the end of the day, that's a good sign. And he didn't re-injure it as far as we know and make it any worse. Second half, he just came alive. I mean, first half, obviously, it was shaky. But second half, he was definitely coming alive. I mean, I think the one play, uh, one big defined play is when he did a fake toss to Mixon, and then he rolled out, and he got chased down the field. I'm like, holy crap, this is the Chase, where you Chase Brown. They yeah. did a fake toss to Chase Brown on that. The balls yeah. to bring Chase Brown in who had hardly played and run the toss. I, I like that. Yeah, you know, so Joe was cooking. I mean, I know he threw the interception, but I think, Dale, you were saying it was it, – no, it, even though it was an interception, it was a good play by oh, the defender. No, the interception – yeah, I'm not knocking Joe on that interception. I was just reading his stat line. That was an unbelievable – that guy got – I thought Boyd caught it until they right. said interception. I'm watching on my TV, you know. That guy just like one hand – got one hand in and picked it off, like ripped it away out of Boyd's hands with his one hand. It was like oh, yeah. one of those things you can watch. You should watch in slow motion. You know what I mean? As they roll around and it goes right into Boyd's bread basket, and the guy just like real slow, just like whoop. It was right his momentum too. Like you know, he the way the guy was diving and got that arm in there, his momentum just kind of carried it through to get the ball out. Like, I mean, kudos to Witherspoon for making that play. I was yeah, Neo, one of the Neo. best interceptions went, I've ever seen. Honestly. He went Neo level, Matrix level on that interception. That was a good interception. My thoughts on Joe was and we were discussing this a little bit before the show started, uh, me and Dale, when Greg was fucking around and not on the pre-show. But uh, I thought that he was still inaccurate down the field, but I'm not worried about it because when he, when he, pushed, when he threw the ball down the field, he's a little inaccurate, I thought. It wasn't um, usually what he does. Usually he's right on point, but I think that he didn't practice. Right? I mean, he didn't go full go practice because he's nursing that calf. I think this week he's going to be practicing more, and it's going to get fixed. I have no doubt in my mind. No, absolutely. Like I said, even if we get like Joe Burrow at 70%, I think Santori said something like, you know, if you get him at 70%, that's all you need right now. I mean, and the good news is no setback for an injury, nothing bad. There was right. one play where Joe was on the ground. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he, he literally was face down on the ground. I was scared to death, and he got back up. I mean, Joe, I mean, that dude just got balls of steel. Well, Joe he got also, back up. He, he looked at a rollout. Yeah. When he got back up, he looked up at the stands at me. He went, JK, because he knew he was just fucking was. He was like, JK, right. fine. But he uh, 
he had that rollout and he kind of threw the ball to Boyd and that one could almost been picked off. He's just trying to get rid of it real quick. And he kind of looked like he hobbled a little bit coming off the field on that one. It was grimacing, but he said, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a problem. That's why I don't think it's magically going to be healed by Sunday's game either. He's going to have to battle through and fight through. He actually started off nine for 12. So he started off good, but they were all nothing over 10 yards on those right. first uh, right. several passes. You know, they got moving the ball a little bit downfield, the one before half to uh, Tanner Hudson, which, hey, I thought he looked good. I hope he uh, stays up. I don't care. If Irv comes back, I think those guys should split some reps. I'm not saying to even bench Drew Sample. We saw Shifty Sample out there making making that play on third down to make it fourth and one and then mix and converted. So shifty sample with the big play. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just realized something. I know where my sense he had is my sense he had is, is in the possession of somebody else where I have something in the making to be put on the side and I won't say anything else. So, gotcha. How the hell did you forget that? I don't know, man. I forgot. Totally you work today? Job. Did you work? No, no, dude, I was so tired at work today. It was unbelievable. I was you so used tired. the weed killer again, didn't you? I, I no, no, I had no weed killer, no nothing, man. I, I was so tired at work. I, I was excited. Like, then I got tired throughout the day because I couldn't get to bed at one or two in the morning. I'm so excited. I'm like, why the hell did I go to work today? You know, yeah. uh, they got Greg in the car now. They pushed him out of the lot. He can't do his little thing at the dumpster anymore because he's a terrorist. So right. They put him in the bathroom. And then I noticed this morning you're in the damn car. Yeah, yeah no, well, I want to scream at my lungs out where people thinking there, there's a psycho around here. You screaming? I mean, I scream like hell. I don't want to call attention to the fact that he's a psycho. Right, exactly. I don't want to call right. no attention, no no harm to anybody. You know, I love everybody. I don't want anybody yeah. to. Instead, I got accused of. I don't know if I was accused of being a flasher or what that day when I was opening up my shirt. I don't know what the hell people thought I was doing, but what instead happened? they reported a guy that was sitting in his in his car yelling and screaming. Yep, pretty much. Top of his lungs. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, speaking of Joe's, Mixon, he only had 3.4 yards per carry, 19 for 65, only one catch for five yards. Did have the touchdown, and I think it was a 14-yard run. But he ran hard, like I was saying. After, yeah. Sample, after Sample got like nine yards on that one play, and they went for it on fourth and one. I mean, if he don't, like, make a second effort there, we don't get that first down, and yeah. it's their ball with really good field position, so – I mean, I thought Mixon ran hard all night, every opportunity he had. Maybe the yards per carry isn't up to what it was when he was getting fewer carries, but you know you'll have that. Some of that, too, was grinding out late in the game on that last drive where it was like, hey, we're handing the ball off, and everyone knows it because we're trying to kill some clock up 10. Thank you for pointing that out, Dale. Yeah, he averaged like 3.4 yards, not what we were wanting. But I said if I had to pick a dark horse game ball, I'd give it to Joe Mixon. I mean, the clock management in the fourth quarter was so huge getting those first downs we needed. And like you said, Dale, it took half the Rams team to get him down. I mean, Joe Mixon, man, he may not be putting up the big flashy numbers or any like anybody, but he is getting the first downs when we need them. He got the touchdown. Joe Mixon, man, so far, in my, in my opinion, you could kind of make an argument he's been the MVP of the offense. I know that's maybe a crazy statement right now, but for clock management-wise, like I, 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 ever since uh, Jarvis Green-Ellis, who was a great clock management running back for us, I mean, Joe Mixon, man, so far, I'm really impressed with him so far this year. I do think there's a lot left for him in the passing game. Yes. We saw him really step it up. And one catch for five yards, like, and I, I don't want those swing passes and this and that that seem no. to go nowhere. And honestly, he could have had another catch and he dropped it. And I'm glad he did because he would have lost about four yards on it. It looked right. like he dropped that one on purpose. Uh, 
in the second I'm surprised half. to hear that it was 3.4. You know me, I sleep all the time, and I didn't look at the uh, uh, stats since I got upstairs. I went upstairs checking my wife because she felt work. But I'm surprised because I was watching that game last night, and I'm like, damn, Joe Mixon is running hard, man. He, he is was, running like, yes. like his life depended on it, like someone's after his ass. Like he was tough. Well, yeah, no, it's like when he, he was, they weren't hitting him. He was fucking hitting them. Well, yeah, and a lot of times I always thought Mixon was afraid to run up the middle at times when he got too patient. If you notice Mixon, he's not being patient, waiting. He's just like, look, I'm just coming at you, running straight forward. That's what I wanted out of Joe Mixon, and that's what he's doing, man, fighting for every single inch. And that was the second game in a row where they pile on him and the, and the whole pile gets pushed by the own line like five or ten yards downfield. Right. It was awesome to see. Yeah, he just wasn't going down on first, second, or third. I mean, he was fighting mm-hmm. for everything. And and right. like uh, Dustin mentioned, that jump cut on that fourth and one, he yeah. jumped twice and just what was refusing to not get that first down. So right. he did that, that was quite, a huge a, play. quite a few times. Like he wouldn't have anything left, and he's like, fuck it. And he just like like a battering ram, just woo, dive and get a yard or two, you know? Where yeah, there that's was all nothing. you can do sometimes, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't lose right. yards. He was making sure he – even when there was nothing there and he was uh, back in the backfield, that's why some of his stats, you know, on the is 3.4 yards per carry. But there was times where he was caught in the backfield for five yards and had to get back to the line of scrimmage or gain just one yard or half a yard. He worked his ass off doing those things. So right. the numbers might not show, but I'm with Greg, man. He gets a game ball from us too. Let's give him one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking of which, can we go around the horn to do game ball? Well, no, Dale, you probably have a show schedule. So I've been. I've got tons of stuff to talk about here, Greg, and we will get to that, but I'll, I'll go ahead and read off some more stats, and then we'll give our offensive, and then I'll do some defensive hey, stuff. Hey, as long as we're talking about Joe Mixon, though, I have a question because uh, they were saying it at the stadium last night. This after Joe Mixon, he jumped up in the stands, and they said he did a jungle jump. Yeah, I, I heard swear to God, that, that is the first time I've ever heard that term, jungle jump. Me too. Jump. Is that Me new? Too. Is that yeah, I haven't heard jump? it called that either, but I heard Horde say that. I was listening right. to the – their their show this morning a little bit on my way to work. Well, since he didn't make it all the way in the stands and the fans had to pull him up, I said it looked more like a Paycor pull-up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a that works, too. He's a Paycor it, like urban, it sounds like an urban dictionary term. Yeah. yeah. Paycor pull-up. What is that? Uh-oh. Sounds like an old woman with a diaper. Uh-oh. But, yeah, Jamar Chase, man, 12 catches. Uh, 13 Baller. is the record. Carl Pickens Ooh-hoo. has. He was one off from that. 141 yards. Boyd, five catches, 39 yards, so not big yardage, but, you know, they got him going with a couple on the first drive and then a couple tough ones. Then he should have had the one. That was just a great interception we already talked about. Hudson had two catches, 30 yards. How many times do we say and do the over-under for yardage and say, man, just give me a tight end that can get 30? Right. Yeah, and the, the dude, the, I said all three tight ends put together and all that, and they I think they passed. Uh, yeah, Sample just had the had... one catch, and then Wilcox right. had one or two. Right. I'm surprised it was only two catches because he looked good. I would have, if you would have asked me how many catches he had last night, I probably said three to five. Right, close to I think, five. I think if he played more, I think he would get you three to five consistently. I'm hoping that they, even if you got to stick with four tight ends, I cut Carmen's ass and stick with four tight ends. It wouldn't bother me a bit. Right, is something wrong with Carmen? Because I saw him on the side. I came home and watched him. He was on. He's a healthy and active. Okay, because he was on the sideline. I saw him standing there just, but he was in his uh, regular street gear. Yeah. And then uh, Higgins had two catches, 21 yards, eight targets, multiple drops. Not a good game for T. I mean, he had the great game last week. He had zero catches the first week on eight targets, only two on eight targets this week. Man, those drops are just, I think, 
I don't right. know. Concentration drops. Yeah. You can't have them. And I don't think, I don't think we've ever had a problem with tea. So I no. think it'll be fine, but right. it was just out of character. And I, I told I told the roommate at one point, I said, I said, damn it. He's hanging out with Ocha at too much damn McDonald's. And that's why I had to go right. in the locker room, get IV that one time too. Cause he was having cramps. And damn Ocho right. Cinco in town for the ring of honor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fry grease on his hands. But they would have, as, as people in the chat have mentioned, a couple people, those would have both been first downs and big plays. That one was late in the game, too, that yeah. second one that he had. Just out of character. And, you know, I'm not going to pile on T because we know how great he is. But kind of like Jamar couldn't get it going last week. It just wasn't T's day. Right. We can get both those guys going at the same time, even with Please. the hobble Joe Burrow. That's going to well, be Well, you can imagine sight. if you take what Jamar did and then you take – Every pass that T was thrown, he catches it. Come on, man. We're over 30 points. And that's what I think is that our offense, the the standard should be 30 points. Like, they should yeah. not score oh, under yeah. 30 points. We should be putting up 30, 30 every single game. Even with the hobble, bro, because he's just exactly. that good. Like, and you got too many weapons that you still can't escape. Like, we saw, though, we saw the guys be more creative, and especially with Chase, who ended up with the 12 catches, moving him around, motioning him. Putting him in the backfield, motioning him back out. Just you, these are the things you have to do. You have to put him in the slot, let him run mm-hmm. routes over the middle. You got the scheme for him, and he can do this every freaking game. He is that electric and that good that and look what happens no when, excuse. Look what happens when he does play the slot, man. He balls out in the slot. You give him space down the field. That's what we needed out of him. You know, man. instead of like these vertical routes, you be more creative. And Higgins, that one catch Higgins did have where he cut but down by the middle. Do more of that. No more of this. Don't keep going vertical all the time. This is what I've always said is that I always thought that we could use um, Jamar Chase the same way that San Francisco uses Debo. Not a bad idea. I think he could – He it's the same guy. It's like the same mold. He could be used the same way. Well, and the way the Rams have used Cup and now Puka that they try to yep. move, which I thought we played great on him, but we'll get to that. Uh, and then, obviously, Drew Sample once again. It was one catch. It was seven yards is what officially was – but man, what an electric play. What a big time. Man, did you see that? Bam. Woo. Drew Sample out here shaking people, boys. Just electric, right? Right. Right. I'm surprised we have any other tight ends besides him. They should have just left it on him. Even though he had no catches, my boy Yosibosh, like Santori's like, great. But like, I will see James or Santori say, Yosibosh is in. I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, man, I know. I seen it too. And I, I looked over at Drew. I said, man, Greg will come his pants if he will come all over that stadium if. I think yeah, I my, phone, see, my phone's going to go off like crazy at that. The oh, play that he was in there, Greg, I didn't even see that catch because I was watching him run that go route, and I thought they were going to throw it to him. Right. Could you and then I thought him? I was going to have to go perform CPR. Dude, I would have gone. I would have gone AWOL if yeah. Yeah, I was. You would have made a jumbotron for sure. Oh, easily. So, yeah, and that. then our offensive line. I mean, I will go ahead and point out why we're still on the offense. Cordell Bolson has played better. Yes. Yeah. It's not but, getting – you can say Aaron Donald, but guess what? Jeffrey Simmons. Do we remember Jeffrey Simmons a couple years ago in the yeah. game against Tennessee? He fucking wrecked that entire game. We don't want Joe getting hit like that. That's so, the guy that punched uh, uh, Teddy Harris in the throat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, same no. guy. Dale, what did I tell you, though, what, what, what Donald's going to be doing, man? He's going to go up the weakest link, and unfortunately that was Volson, man. So Volson's going to get picked on a lot by a lot of these big-time DTs. He's got the moves like Jaeger. <laughs> He's got the moves you, that, like that, that one will get the game ball. 
You said Jagger. Yeah. Jagger. You got, well, you like get Jagger. the Jagger and you get the right. like Jagger. Oh, okay. Yeah. You saved it. But when uh, when my kids were little, I would tell them that uh, Jagger got his moves from me. I taught him the moves. The, they believe me too. They might they might still believe me. The fucking chicken dance, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, Volson has to do better. But overall, only two sacks given up. I, I I was overall once again. This is three weeks in a row. It's been one sack or two sacks at most, and no more than that. So I think overall, what we got up like five sacks in three games. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll, we'll we'll take that. So Orlando Brown's been worth every penny. I know PFF didn't grade him well, but he looked good. Jonah looked good. Most of the guys, I think Kappa had probably. It might just without looking at everything in the grades. I thought Kappa played better. So honestly, uh, there's debate about whether Ted or Volson gave up the sack, but Volson got beat way too many times in general so he's got to play better especially yeah he's week. not taking we all thought he was going to take a step up playing next to orlando brown and it hasn't happened yet yeah we haven't seen it yet that's the thing it's still time for it to happen but it needs to happen soon yeah please i thought that if we're talking about the offensive line not just cordo volson though you know some of those balls that joe threw he still had time that man that line looked really good last yeah. night yes I they, did. Thought. they did they did they did. I mean, and they've they've looked pretty good all year. Ronald's saying to sign LC back and put him a left. See, that was another reason why, you know, I know we didn't really want to get rid of LC because we thought, well, there's right tackle depth and left guard depth. He started out in right. Dallas as a left guard. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. What's up to Dean? Yep. What's up, Dean? I, we talked about Hudson a little bit, two catches, 30 yards. I thought he looked good. He's just, he gets open and he makes yeah. plays. He did it in preseason. He's done it here. I just, I would love to see him. I mean, you can keep calling him up for like three more games total from the practice squad, but he needs to be signed. I bring him up. If at worst, I'd be rotating his snaps with Irv Smith that he gets. They get a split. Whoever's performing better, then that person starts to get a little more maybe. But I think Hudson deserves that shot because he just looks good every time he's out there. Yeah. He he definitely earned, he's earning a spot on the 53. So, I don't know what's going to happen when Irv comes back, but, um, man, I'd hate to see Hudson go. No, yeah, I, I didn't like when he got cut. I thought somebody was going to snag him up because he just played so well in the preseason. The only game he didn't ball out in was because he had that concussion and didn't play in the second one. And but you know, first I, and the third one, he was dominant. And I was talking to you before the show, too, is that uh, people said, Cincinnati, we don't utilize the tight end, but I thought we used the tight end a lot last night. We the did. Up the middle. In the game a lot. Up the middle and a lot. Yes, we did. Yeah, and there was even other times that they were targeted and just were close plays or last, you know. So they they went to him a lot and had good success. And then some, like Hudson slipped on the one earlier. I think that could have been a first down on that one, yeah. too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it. I liked to get the game plan overall for Joe, I mean, which helped us get out of there with a win and with Joe not having setbacks, as Greg said earlier. So that's huge. Yeah. You know, um, Dustin, Dustin's right here. In LSU, Joe Burrow dominated with a two tight end set. They just don't use it like that. They haven't used it like that in the NFL yet. Maybe they're maybe they'll go back to a little bit of that, but you would think if they're gonna do that, they would have took a tight end in the draft. I mean, yeah. there's only like 20 of them. So Greg wanted to give game balls. So we'll start on the offense and we'll talk about some of the defensive performances because it's gonna be a little harder on the defensive side. So we we'll each try to give a game ball and we'll try to give one to somebody different. So Greg, go ahead. So here's the thing. Well, my game ball, can it be a special teams player? 
for offense, or does that not count? Well, it's offense. It's not special teams. Okay. Okay. So, but offense. You're trying to figure out how to give one to Yoshi. I want to give one to McPherson is who I want to give one to. I've got – I got a whole talk after defense. We're going to talk special teams because there's okay. three, three oh, okay. But all right, uh, offense. I got to give it. I'm going to still stick with Joe Mixon, man. I mean, I know Ch- I should be saying Chase. That's an easy, and I know one of you will definitely give it to him. But Joe Mixon, man, like I say once again, for clock management, how he handled the fourth quarter, how he fights, how he's just grinding for every single inch. You know, it's like uh, quoting any given Sunday. We claw through our fingerna- fingernails for that inch and. That's exactly what Damn, I think. Damn, Al Pacino! I mean, come on, keep it up. You ha- you started with that accident, man. Oh no, 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 dude! I've I've rehearsed the speech a lot, man. I, I one of the if you want me to on the show, I will rehearse the speech. Well, we might have to hear that sometime. Right. Absolutely. All right, chop. I want to give. I, I, man, I tell you what, I want to give my uh, offensive game ball to the offensive line. Yes. Because Aaron Donald, one of the fucking premier pass rushers in the NFL, strikes fear into offenses across the fucking nation. And they held him to one sack, Aaron Donald. So my game ball goes to the offensive line because if it wasn't for that, none of the other game balls would have even been in existence. Yep. There you go. And and since he definitely deserves one with 12 catches and 141 yards, and you guys didn't give it to him, I'll give Jamar Chase his game balls. Hell yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jamar Chase. Incredible game. I'll he give was a little him frustrated. Balls. I don't think he can be frustrated now. So no. And then no, uh, hopefully yeah, we'll, now he's hopefully now he's calling Joe and saying, see, I told you, man, just throw me the ball. Let's make it happen. Yep. And we will get to defense here in a minute, but I don't have this written down. So I will say Jalen Davis played like three snaps and got in there and had like a pass breakup on a big play there late in the game. So yeah, shout out Jalen Davis. Special shout out from my buddy Chiefs. All right, moving on to the defense. So we got quite a bit to talk about here. Got to start with my guy, Blackout Trey. Two sacks, could have been four, had a couple called back, wrecking the game, getting held every play, as Bengals and Bourbon says. Trey Anderson was absolutely fucking man, man amongst boys last night. And then when that poor backup had to come in, it was just like time oh, to yeah. feast. So luckily he didn't end up with five or six for the Rams' sake because the man was just getting pressure from every which direction. You know what? I've been ripping on. I, I've been getting hard getting on the defense line all last week. I, I bet you they all had a picture of my face on their locker. All this Hubbard, yeah, all would say that son of a bitch, Greg. Yeah, you're right. We're going to show him. I seen it. I seen it in the locker right. room. Exactly. They probably had a punching dark bag. Boy. This is dark. Boy. No, no, no. It was probably the water boy and all that and stuff. They looked at Matthew Stafford as my face and all that and stuff. That's exactly what happened. Uh, and then it, it worked. They the defense woke the defensive line. Second highest paid elite acted like they were a top paid defense. That defense, A plus yesterday. Defensive line. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I got to start with Henderson. Uh, yeah, he he only got two. Chris is the thing. Like uh, on the stats wise, we ended up with six total. Which uh, uh, I think he called some of these other ones or helped call some of them. Hubbard, Reader, and Hill all had a sack, so that's five. And then the other one was just. Dax Hill shooting out of a missile. So Dax ended up with eight tackles in that sack. Where he, I don't know how Stafford held onto the ball. I mean, he obliterated him. So what? Let's 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 uh, stick with. We talked about D line. So let's stick with Dax Hill there. What was you guys? He didn't once again PFF weird grades. This that the other didn't grade out well. He pulled out. He had two tackles yes. lost. The one on the running back. Yeah. That sack and just he. It seemed like he was all over the place in every bit of the first round pick. 
Yeah, when you're talking about um, giving out game balls on the defense, Dax Hill, man, he is up for uh, a mention on that one. I, I, Trey was undeniable, but after that, man, Dax Hill was badass. He was all over the place, and he had a great sack too. Do you guys think he's more athletically better than Jesse Bates? I think they're similar. Yes. Yeah. I think they're similar. And, man, that was my whole thing was I would love to have two athletic freaks like that. Yeah. The thing, the thing I would is, love though, to see them both play together, honestly. Let me say this, though. Is the thing is, though, that Jesse Bates had worked how many years to get to where he was? This is Dax Hill's first year. Uh, now, we haven't Bates, hit a ceiling. Uh, to be fair, Bates come in and started as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. And was pretty damn good. So yeah, no, he was. Was he as good as a rookie as Dax Hill's doing this year? Yeah, he I was mean, pretty good. He yeah. was pretty damn good, and he is basically a captain by his third year. So I mean, right. maybe Dax is on that trajectory too, but he didn't get to play like that last year. So like Bates did, because they cut uh, George Iloka that year when uh, they got Bates, and then they went ahead and started Bates. So right. Darth. Yeah, he's not. I agree, Darth. He he's not right. Bates yet. But he's playing I, I'm pretty damn athletic, good. Athletic wise, could he is he better than Bates? Uh, They're close. Uh, Bates yeah. is a very good athlete, so I don't want to say he's better, but may, may I mean it's it's close slash well, maybe a little bit more like natural speed. Like I, I think Jesse's more of a ball hawk, whereas Dax can do everything else because you never really. Well, no, Bates he blitzed every now and then, I guess, didn't he? Not as much. I feel no. like I feel like they're going to bring Dax more. Dax almost has that little bit of Mike Hilton in him, like you're talking about. Right. You've seen it a lot in Miss Michigan. He would blitz off the edge like we like to send Mike Hilton. So, right. I do think he provides that element, and I think you're right. Jesse's probably a little better ball hawk, but Dax isn't bad either. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. Uh, My boy DJ Turner looked good last night too, though, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't play a ton as far as I know, but that one he was step, as Dustin says, with 2-2. And that's not easy to do. That man's like 5-4, fast as a fucking rocket. So Right. DJ Turner also. Those two in a race would be fun. Yeah, it would. Pretty much what we saw on that They play. did, because that one that he got him was way downfield, so it was a race. And then you got to mention, which speaking of, you know, I mentioned Mike Hilton coming off the edge. He was coming on this one. He he said, oh, I'm not going to get there. He steps back, tips one of the passes that end up being two interceptions for Logan Wilson. One of the two was tipped by Hilton. So Logan getting two interceptions. And that first one, the people on the broadcast was like, oh, no, he didn't He didn't catch that. It, it hit the ground. It moved. But his hand was under it the whole time, and it seemed like right. he had control. So two, like, really good, tough interceptions for a linebacker. But right. that shows, like, he was a wide receiver in high school, so. Logan right. Wilson still has those wide receiver skills. I think that's his ninth interception of his career. So, dude's a ball hawk and uh, balled out. And I'm uh, glad we paid that guy just okay. for last night's performance alone. So, any thoughts on Logan Wilson? No, Logan Wilson, I mean, no, they, that was just not two interceptions, but two game-changing, momentum-changing interceptions. When the Rams are going down that field – I, I believe it. We had the field goal, and they were going down that field. I thought they were going to get a touchdown. They had you the see, long pass to Van Jefferson for forty-six yards on the play before. Yeah, dude. I thought that. I thought that was. I thought they were getting a touchdown. They were going to walk right past us. I think you could argue there were so many momentum changes that may have been the biggest moment. 
next to the McPherson field goal, that the that was the biggest momentum change was the interception by my game ball definitely goes to Logan Wilson with those two crucial interceptions. All right, Job, who are you going with? You going with Dax? You mentioned Dax or uh for my game ball, man. Uh yeah, I want to go with Dax Hill. That's who I was for the defense. I mean yeah, for defensive game ball. Yeah, and that's because you took Trey and you talked about Logan Wilson. Well, I'm taking Trey. I'm going to. I was like, yeah, save me Trey. That's my baby. (laughs) Yeah, you go for save you Trey. So I would either go Dax Hill or Logan Wilson, but I I really did like the way Dax Hill played, and he I think he stepped up. A lot of people worried about Jesse Bates going to Atlanta. Then, you know, if in our offseason, if you said, what's the position that you're worried about with Cincinnati, everybody was like safety because we lost both of our safeties. And I thought that our safeties played good last night. So, yeah, I'll give my game ball to Dax Hill stepped up. Yeah, and then Trey, I mean, we already said it at the beginning. And that sack he put on Stafford was nasty. Oh, yeah. Dax um, Hill was nasty. Yeah, I st- like I said, I don't know how he got onto the ball, so. No. But, yeah, Trey, unbelievable. Just dominant, so he definitely gets my defensive game ball. And we'll move on to special teams. Got to start with Chuck Sizzle. Two weeks in a Dude. row. Remember, people were already getting on Sizzle, like, and you know, after that first bad punt return, that was a bad, bad decision he made. But, dude, look at it again. I mean, he didn't have the touchdown like he did against Baltimore, but, dude, just stacking up yards, man, running straight down there, just zooming. He's, I, I he, I think, could you guys argue? He's a, as of right now, he's a top punt return in the NFL as of right now through two, three games. This is what I told Dale when you were looking for your hat that isn't lost at all is yeah. that uh, it reminded me last night of watching Pac Man. Yeah, because he's going to make the catch. Now the only thing is, he did call for a fair catch one time. Pac-Man never called fair catch, but um, he'd get that ball and he'd always make positive yardage out of it. Like he yeah, looked good that, last night. And that's what was scary week one, right? We saw him dancing. It's like, uh oh, we got Keon Ratliff here. Yeah, Let's get it and go. And last night it seemed like he, he and the week before it was get it and go. He had a touchdown last week. This week he had four returns, forty-five yards. The long one was nineteen. That was with 8.46 left in the fourth quarter. And I was telling Chop that before uh, we started. So that was the one. He got that punt return. We didn't really move the ball too much on that drive after the punt return. But that's when McPherson kicked the last of his four field goals, which we'll talk about, for 54 yards. And what was the the final score? 19-16, three-point game. So if Chuck doesn't get... Chuck Sizzle doesn't get that 19-yard return. We may never have a shot at that field goal, and we're going to potential overtime and staring 0-3 in the face. That would have been ugly. So shout-out Chuck Sizzle just looking really good and dynamic and got to be the best, best like, put-the-fear-in-you type returner yes. since Pac-Man that we've had. And also, he he had a uh, – I know we're talking special teams, but he had a, a great catch in the offense where he did that – you see that weird flip he did? And then yeah. landed for the first down. I thought, man, I, I was really impressed. I love that catch. Yeah, that was once again like another nice scheme play by Zach. So I want to give Zach credit for and, and Brian Callahan, who you know I'm sure they work hand in hand. So they they come out and they were creative and right. You know, no one probably saw Charlie Jones getting an early catch in the first half that they come out on. That was on the first drive. So getting him involved a- early was was nice. We're we're gonna get there. We're going to get here. Well, this is yeah. special teams, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get there. So that's actually oh, next off. up. No, no, oh. it's next up. So oh, you want me to put it back? Yeah, you can put it back. Right, put so it back. Jolly's saying Robin's had good hang time. 
Only one return off the punt, I think. But he also had one that he shanked out of bounds. Yeah. And from the stats that came out today, he is the statistically the worst punter in the NFL right now. You know I love Brad pick. Robbins, but you got to do better. And it's too inconsistent. He's had too many, too many bad kicks. So right now, Brad Robbins is not looking great. He is a rookie. And as we're going to talk about Evan making four field goals, he's obviously done well on the holds. Kyle Adamitis has done well with snaps. It's a whole system but he's he's got to do better he averaged he ended up with let's see here five kicks for 211 yards 42.2 average that's not a great average but like i said he also had the one he shanked off his his leg off his foot, so i don't know how much that one but he's had three like he's had two or three of those that he shanked off the side of his foot i don't know if it's concentration i don't know what it is but I, I think Joe Goodberry said he thinks he's going to have a pretty long leash being a draft pick and the holding's going well. But we got to start seeing a better performance from him, in my opinion. What do you guys think about? Oh, yes. I, I honestly think that he's trending, I think he's trending up. I think that the, the first two games were shit, but I do think that he made some progress last night. And some of those those kicks had some hang time. I thought he was the better punter of the two that were on the field last night. The other the guy that was kicking for L.A., man, he was shooting those line drives low and fast. Like to hang time of two seconds. Yeah, I mean, that's just unacceptable. I think he's trending up. I'm not worried about it yet. Not worried no, not, about it. Yet. Not yet, but I think Dale, like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, get it together, you know. Mm-hmm. You need to get it together soon because you can't have these punts. But it is nice not seeing returns, but it's just, there's times that I feel like there has been opportunities for returns still on his kicks. Oh, yeah. Hey, look who it is. What's up, fellas? What up? What up? Did lot? you have to tune in just so we could watch you walk? Like, you could have waited. Are you still in lot one? Hey, I just, I just want – I'm still in lot one, yeah. I just wanted you guys to actually get to see my beautiful face for once, you know? Yeah, it'll help with my diet plan. <laughs> and uh, and to think, I haven't seen Crip in here this whole time, so the guy who really wanted to see you. I know. I know. Not even Poor thing. I feel bad for him, man. I don't know. We, we've kind of went through our offense and defense, and now we're on special teams, and we're to, we're to Money Mac, actually, but before we get to him, I'll go, we're talking about Robbins. Are you concerned? Concerned? Um, no, not really. I just I think he is a rookie punter, and I think he's going through some growing pains. And I just think I think eventually he'll get the hang of it. Honestly, I'm just well. Hopefully not just, eventually. Hopefully he like real to, quick. Well, I was going to say I just I hope it's it's sooner rather than later. Yeah. Well, like that Evans guy, I know it didn't seem like he was punting great last night, but in all those statistics, he's way above him. And then there's another rookie that's kind of mid-level, that Behringer from Michigan State, the stout kid for, for the Ravens who I think we wanted last year. He's mm-hmm. like top five. So he's a second-year kid. Stonehouse is one of the best in the league. He's a second- or third-year undrafted guy. So, I mean, a lot of these young guys are balling out a punter. I'm just saying, there's 32 of these jobs, and I'm not even one that thinks Drew Chrisman would be the answer. Right. But since hang hang time was piss poor all year long before that Chiefs game, just a fact. I said that multiple times last year before that happened in that Chiefs game. I was like, this is a concern. 
Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm not need- one for bringing Christmas, but damn, you can't tell me there's not somebody out there on the streets that can't fucking punt the ball more than 40 yards. Yeah, you need you need to find somebody that can – I mean, you need the best of both worlds, right? You want somebody with good hang time but can also boom the ball. And I just – I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see kind of who's out there that, that would fit that bill. Which, which Dean's going to bring it up, and that is very controversial, and a lot of people don't want to hear it. He still has a civil case. He was – the criminal charges were dropped – there was a lack of evidence that Matt Ariza, who was drafted by the Bills in the sixth round a year ago. Um, yep. I don't know. Like, obviously, you don't want guys that are a distraction and this and that. Well, he still has a civil case going on. I don't think you could even consider bringing him in. Um, and if you believe, even po- any party who believes that some of the allegations against him are true, you can't bring him in. No. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, the guy, the guy can kick the hell out of the football, but if he's a piece of shit as a human being, we don't want him in this locker room. That's not the culture yeah. Zach built. But but you do have yeah. to mention the name because he is right. technically out there as a free agent. But there's right. got to be some other guys, you know, even that's played in the NFL or fresh out of college because there's only 32 of these damn jobs. Right. Yep, hey. and every, every college out there has a punter, so. Yep. Here's an idea. Don't punt. Don't put us in punt situations. Let's just let's just keep the punter off the field, and then we don't have to worry about it at all. Well, I seen something that made a lot of sense to me too. I can't remember exactly who said it, so I'm sorry I can't give them credit off the top of my head. But they were talking about how when we drafted Robbins, we're thinking we're moving this ball up and down the field. We want a guy for hang time and pinning people down in the twenty with this elite defense. We yeah. didn't expect Joe Burrow to be out here basically on one leg. Have exactly. to play and the offense not moving this ball this well. So we drafted yeah. a punter that we didn't think was going to have to be booming the damn ball, right. you know, 55 and 60 yards at times down the field to try to flip the field because that's not who he is. So that's why yeah. another reason that in reality his job is probably very safe because he's yeah. probably doing what they wanted him to do and what he was brought in to do. Yeah, uh, Goodberry mentioned, I think he's fourth. He's ranked fourth best in the NFL. It at, probably uh, was Joe that I see yeah. that from. Yeah, and he was talking about how, you know, he's doing what we brought, like you said, what we brought him in here to do. He's just, we're just not giving him those, you know, on the 60, or, or not 60 shit, on the 40-yard line, the opposing 40-yard, you know, those right. those spots where, where he can just... Well, shit, if we... Corner or whatever. Oh, the... If we have it on the opposing team's 40, I'm kicking a field goal. We're going for it every time. Or, yeah, our 40, my bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so now we're to Money Mac. He missed the first one, 56. Plenty of leg. He just kind of hooked it. But he then continued to make yeah. four. But that one scared the hell of me. He donked that one. on the. It was the third of the fourth. Yeah. yeah. But he hit from 49. 53, 48, and then the last one was 54. Four for five on field mm-hmm. goals. So I know Greg's been dying to talk about Money Mac this whole episode. So, Greg, how hard did Money Mac make you last night with he, the kicking performance? So I broke down notes. I mean, listen to this, man. He hit from 49, 53, 48 into clincher of 54 yards. I just said that. 
He did I mean, just say all that. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to say it again, damn it, because I wrote down my freaking notes. Bitch. Ah! Hell yeah, Greg. Um, say it again. Say it with your chest, oh, baby. 49, 53, 48, 54, Clincher. I mean, I'm sorry, man. I'll, I'll say it again, man. I wrote down my I wrote down notes, man, during work. So come on. Uh, you're, I agree. You're, you're stealing my notes here. Hey, hey, you can say whatever the hell you want, Greg. Right. Like I say, man, I mean, dude, if he missed that kick, that could be a huge momentum change. I was I was like doing this a little bit, but I mean, god dang it, man. I'm so glad we got money back. Point yeah, blank. Oh no shit. Yeah. Yeah, they were saying and that, that 54-yarder, too, they had – I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say that 54-yarder, I was listening to, to Horty on the way home listening to it, and, uh, you know, he said that he there was a, it was either a bad snap or a low snap. I can't remember exactly what he said, but, you know, for him to still be able to click, kick that ball and, and, like you said, it goes right straight through. I didn't hear that, so that makes – I'm nervous in hindsight. But, uh, <laughs> but no, um, I was going to say that there was a report before the game, you guys were all at the game, that he was k- kicked one from 65 down the middle. So he had plenty of leg last night for, for kicking the ball. It's just he hooked one and then one doinked off. And a little nerve-wracking, but hey, four for five and all basically from 50 or more. I mean, 48, right. 49, basically 50. So, And um, big performance for Money Mac. So you love to see it. Um, should we should we go back and get Derek's offensive and defensive? Yeah, since he missed that. We, that. We, we've already went through all the stats and everything, Derek. But let's get your offensive player of the game, your game ball. Okay, I'm. You know what? I'm going to be a little controversial here for my offensive. I'm going to say Joe Burrow for toughing it out. No, you know, that's didn't, balls. We didn't get him one. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't necessarily look the greatest. He definitely looked a little off, if I'm being perfectly honest. But uh, just to like like Jamar Chase said, to have the cojones to tough it out and go out there. So Joe Burrow, you get my game ball. Oh, that's nice of you. No, no, Derek. Hey, Derek. Derek, Derek to, quote, to, to quote Jerry Lee Lewis, "Great balls of fire." <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. Yep. And then and what uh, about uh, what about on the defense, Derek? Dale, why don't you go ahead and tell them who I think my defensive player of the, of, of the week goes to. You're probably going to go with Portchop, and you're going to say Dax. The guy that I wanted. Oh, here we go. Oh, it was already taken. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Dax Hill. And apparently he was graded like the second worst defender. Yeah, but fuck that. Oh, my When God. you're watching it, I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. I mean, he looked, he looked phenomenal last night. Yeah. Yes, he did. Well, he got the. Did he get the first sack? Was he? Was he the first one? Reed was Reader. No. Was it Reader? Oh, Reader, Reader was, the, was first the first one. one yeah. yeah. Man, it was good to see Reader get that sack too, wasn't oh, it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I was so Derek. Well, before you came on, I would like I, I, every show I was on, I was kind of like you know coming at the D line. I'm like, I bet to myself they all printed a picture of me in their locker or something, and they're all just <laughs> like, like they, they probably pictured me like the water boy. And all that, and like the, and Stafford was me, like literally, and I was talking trash to them, and that, and you know what? I'm glad I was that person because that Greg that sucks. Greg it really, sucks. really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, oh, no seriously, it. the defensive line finally. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, definitely. And yeah. hey, Greg, I owe you a stadium beer, my brother. What do you mean? 
He won't get one anyways. I gave him money for one. No, what, what do you owe me a stadium beer for, Derek? Because I I bet you that uh, that Jamar Chase would have at least 70 yards and a tutty on two two receptions. He had 70 yards and a tutty – or 70 yards on two receptions, but he didn't get that tutty. So, okay, well, that's cool, man. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but you have to – I'm going to make stipulations like you do, though, because you're going to have to come down to 158 to get that thing. Right, you know what? I'll do you one even better. I'll carry a, well, I don't know if, I don't know if it's considered a weapon, but I'll carry a corkscrew and I'll chug a beer to show his evidence. Corkscrew. You can't take a corkscrew into the stadium. Come on now. Damn it. I thought I could. <laughs> he might be able to stick it up his ass. Yeah. There you go. Put it in your prison pocket. No, it's like Carter. Remember when uh, that episode of South Park where Carter went to prison and he had to put the cigarettes up his ass and all that and he had to crap them <laughs> in the toilet? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one either. Then he Stuff flushed it. Cigarettes ass. Then he flushed it. He didn't mean to flush it, but he's like, you're so used to crapping and you flushed, you're just used yeah. to doing it that way. <laughs> no, Rob, stop it. I will not pocket the money. My boss is just controlling me. That's exactly me what he does, Rob. That's, that's exactly what he Look, did with Dale's Rob, money. Dude, guys, he's my boss. I love him. Don't listen to a word he says. He, he has he has nothing to gain by anything he says. Well, Dale didn't make that bet with you. He said, hey, I'll bet you a few gallons of gas, Greg. Yeah. But you certainly took the money and bought gasoline with it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I didn't sniff any gas. at least bought a hooker. Well, no, right. I, I did. $12 I did. hooker. Yeah. I did. I did. I did actually go get gas today at work, but you know, Venmo him that money, Derek. That way he can get some more gasoline. Yeah, Derek. Well, what are your thoughts? Here. Oh, he's muted. But what are your thoughts on the O line if you're still still here available? Yeah, I thought so. I just had to roll the windows down. I'm in the old Highlander right now with no AC. So, man, that's uh, dedication right there. Absolutely. I just pause for a few seconds, roll the windows down, get some air, then roll them back up and <laughs> unmute my mic. <laughs> just like Joe Burrow, man. I got the balls. I'm toughing it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just it like, like that is exact, you balls. and Joe Burrow are exactly the same. That's what that's I was right. thinking there. Hey, that's I, what, I mean, I already <laughs> said you and you and I got the mind meld of Burrow and Chase. So I guess I'm go. Burrow in that, in that situation. Yeah. I'm Chase. I'm just. <laughs> No, I thought the O-line played great. Um, yes. I think that what they say, there was six quarterback hits, two sacks. I mean, I th- I'll, honestly, when it comes to the last couple years, I'll take that every day. Exactly. I think I think it's like, what, five total through three games? Man, come on. That was a, yeah. that was a half sometimes. <laughs> Man, yeah. Stanford got it six times last night, and it would have been more than six, but some of them were called back because of penalties. I'm doubling Orlando Browns. Go ahead, Derek. We had a game two years ago that had more sacks than that. Exactly. Yes. I'm uh I'm doubling Orlando Brown's pay, is what I was gonna say. Man, that guy's been mm. worth every freaking penny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he's awesome off the field. He's just a fun loving dude. Pork chop's best friend. Exactly. Yep. But the dude is getting it done. Uh, he didn't, he's another one like Dax. Didn't grade out well. But holy shit, he played phenomenal in my opinion. And he has for three straight games against some damn good pass rushers, you know, for especially for the Browns and the Ravens. I'm sorry, but five sacks we've given up in three games and the offenders we went up against. I mean, the offensive line compared – I mean, we're so used to seeing, what, at least six sacks a game for, yes. for, for Joe Burrow. I mean, 
we're doing a damn good job. I know we're not perfect, but I think Parker was even talking about it. He said we're, they're on the right track. I mean, are they perfect right now? No, but they're on the right track. But they deserve so much praise after that. We've hated on them. And then yes. the weak link here for the last couple of years, especially come crunch time in the playoffs, the Super Bowl, this, that, and the other with right. the injuries. Man, just knock on wood, everybody. Let's hope they stay healthy because – because damn, they're looking good. I know Bolson yeah. does not look great, and and I criticized him earlier. But at the end of the day, if you got one weak link out of five, you can hopefully you know hide that a little bit better, and you know plan around that more. But but having the tackles is huge, you know. So shout out the O line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I want to yeah. read Justin's uh, yeah, comment and- here. It says outside limitation of Burrow's injury. Uh, what is really hurting this offense? We're last in EPA like every category. What are we seeing? He's asking us what we're seeing. But I that, think a lot of it is a calf injury. It's that, Dustin. It's it. it. Yeah, I think, You're talking about mm-hmm. a guy who's 70 to 80% accuracy in every game now is 50 to 60% accuracy in every game. And statistically, yep. the first two games were such shit, it's going to take a, a a pile of good games to get the EPA back up. Yep. And they, um, shout out to Paul Daner on this stat because, uh, what was it? Last year, or the last two years, Joe Burrow averaged 50% completion rate on throws 20 yards or more. And this year, so far through three games, he's two for 20. So, yeah. you know, it's a huge. And, that's, I mean, that, that stat. Yeah. Right. That's what I said. Like, throwing it down the field, he doesn't have the accuracy that he normally has. And so it's probably that calf because he can't push off of it like he normally does. How many of yeah. those out routes that he would throw and Chase would get its feet down? We saw some of them. But, you know, when you're needing 19 yards on a pickup and he just sells it completely out of bounds, not even close. Like, it's like oh, he wasn't yeah. even trying. He yeah. don't want to even put it close because he's not – he knows that he can't plant and he's not fully healthy. So he, instead yeah. of – forcing something and, and causing a turnover. He's just throwing those away when in the past he would put it there, you know, right on the money for those guys. So mm-hmm. it is causing a huge difference in our, in yeah. our entire offense. Well, yeah. no, and you see, you've seen, you know, the one play when he, when he actually uses and picks it, because I think he can do it. He just doesn't want to do it often. That, that one third down play to Jamar Chase, I think it was third down where he yeah. throws it behind him, where only he could catch it. That had the zip, that had the accuracy, that had everything that Joe Burrow is known for. And that right there just shows you that it is nothing but the calf that is limiting him right now. I and thought I, that was I will a terrible that, throw when I was watching that. And even on the replay, <laughs> that should have been an interception. Yeah. Jamar just made a phenomenal right. play. Right. Yeah. My boss, actually, Rob was talking to me about this today at work. Apparently, the trainers had a mechanical compression sleeve on Burrow's calf every time he was on the sidelines. Yeah, so, like, yeah. immediately when he walked over, they immediately were treating it. So, thank God for that. You know, just keep treating it. Like I said, no setbacks or no anything for that. that that's yeah, a, I watched that. the game after I came home. I watched it on the television. Yeah, but I want to point something out with the Rams coaching. If, I want to, if I'm a Rams fan, I would, I, I was, I would have been so pissed off less than – Five, uh, six minutes left in the game. You only have one timeout. You're down by two scores. I know they were deep in our, deep in their own territory, but it was fourth and five. I mean, when, were you guys surprised they punted? I, if I was the Rams, I would have gone for it. Well, I think there was more time than that. Okay, more time. I thought there was. I thought 
It was like what six or seven minutes? Seven or eight minutes. I'd seven minutes and something. I think. But still, man, I would have gone for it if I was the Rams, man, with one time out left. I mean, well, what, where were they at on the field? It wasn't like they had great field position. No, their field position was not great. It was like the thirty, the twenty, somewhere between. I'm going to say twenty-five or forty-yard line, somewhere around there. I think. And they, had, I know, they wasn't hadn't picked up a third down. A third down, even that entire game to that point, I believe. That 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 is true. That and there was another play. Remember when we we kicked off and the, the guy, the, the returner, fair caught it like fair catched it like at the ten yard line. I'm like, what are you doing right there? I, I didn't get that either. Okay. I thought now. See, I thought that was the. Uh, I thought with the new rules that you can fair catch that, and then it still goes out to the twenty five. I don't remember oh, exactly maybe. how those rules go. But well, that didn't happen. I thought that was the rules. Was it was the oh. kickoff or a punt return? I can't remember. It was a, it was a kickoff. On a kickoff, you can you can fair catch now and oh, okay, okay. to the twenty five. Hey, here's where I thought we all yeah. in the end. Okay, well, this, this is where we all say "fuck you, Kelly." Ready? <laughs> Fuck you, Kelly. <laughs> Fuck you, Kelly. Uh-huh. There you go. They fucked him over on his parlay. I told him don't oh. fucking bet against Joe Burrow, Kelly. It ain't like but, Kenny Pickett where you can count on his ass to lose with his tiny fucking hands. Not him. We don't have Kenny Pickett for our quarterback. This is back to chop hating on Steelers fan that he works with. Right, Tyler Tucker. We got but, Joe fucking Burrow. But but uh, uh, poor Chapamero. I want to ask you. I want to ask you guys this question. I mean, first of all, the atmosphere there before the game was just totally awesome. What what percent of the fans would you say were wearing? Well, I mean, I know the Rams fans. Wouldn't you at least say ninety five percent of the fans were wearing 90, white? Ninety. The first whiteout game was more white than this one. Yeah. You think so? Yes. Yeah. 90, yeah. I would say ninety. I'd say the first time it was ninety five or over. Shout this out time to the Rams probably fans. Poor, probably more like eighty five. If you ask me honestly. Yeah. What's that era? Shout out to all the Rams fans that got the memo too. I, I said shout out to all the Rams fans out there that got the memo as well because there was a bunch of white Rams jerseys out out there too. <laughs> I didn't see any of those. I saw the blue ones. I saw the blue ones, but yeah, I saw that Travis Kelsey jersey at the game. I'm like, why? Taylor Swift. That's yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Excuse Are we supposed to talk about? Is it yeah. mandatory that you have to talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift if you do any kind of sports show? <laughs> yeah, Probably. I think it is. Well, does that count, is, yeah. or do we have to have a whole segment? No. Uh, we, I would we just say about this, about it, though. I, th- I would think Kelsey could pull in a better piece of tail than that. She's, I understand she's popular and she got all that money, but there's better-looking women out there. You're going to I mean, if you're Travis Kelsey. Right? Is they at Pork Chop 1970, at Pork Chop 1972 <laughs> yeah, on right. Twitter, Swifties. I know a bunch of you watch Bruce. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't care if they watch Bengals and Bruce. Somehow that right. will get to the Swifties because they're. I funny. felt bad for Travis. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to attack. You're great. I people. felt yeah. About I felt that. bad for his mom because I I thought she was in that suite like she's all chilling and fucking Taylor and her Swifties are all going crazy and she's probably sitting there. She's an older lady. She's probably like Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. But and how see, do you tell Taylor? Hey, says that Taylor I like Swift look guys. I him, like Taylor Anthony Swift. saying that, not me. Anthony saying that. I, I like Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift, you know, so. That's and, Hey, shout out, said, oh, shout out James Rapine. Clapping some famous chicks. Can't even hate on it. James Rapine's a Swifty now, Chop. You got to be careful. Yeah. No, yeah, I know he I, is. James Rapine's like uh, not just a Swift. He likes some weird-ass music, man. You can <laughs> read this one, Chop, for the Swifties. 
I saw a great meme that said Kelsey gets sixes on and off the field. <laughs> and then Jolly says she could do better. His stash is gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then Rob, Greg's boss, he would he would tap it. I hey, I I'm not saying I wouldn't hit it. I'm just saying that I mean, I guess the standard to me is Giselle because Giselle's like top ten hottest fucking women in the in the entire planet. So the jersey yeah. sales are really up 400%. Oh, it would surprise me. Tyler said it and said it. It's Dean. motherfucking Kelly saying that shit. Don't believe it. But Dean, it would surprise Dean me. Said it too. Oh, I'm just saying it would not surprise me. All yeah, the Swifties are buying up the Travis Kelsey jerseys? That would not surprise me. What about Carrie Underwood? Who's, who would you rather? Carrie Underwood or Taylor Swift? I don't know what Carrie Underwood looks like. I don't listen to all that oh, shit. Jesus Christ. She's done the fucking opening. Are you serious, Porkchop? Fucking- oh, that's she does the opening for the yeah, there we go. Sunday night or whatever. Her. Yeah. I will her say, over Taylor Swift. I will say this, though. Taylor, or Carrie Underwood is against hunting, so that's a major knock on me. What for me. <laughs> <laughs> she don't like chewing the backer. Yeah, but... <laughs> But you bought your wife those expensive ass tickets. You do support Taylor Swift. Yeah, you do. I do. No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey listen, I did. Oh, damn it. I, I don't have any beer to take a drink. I didn't buy that. That was her own money. Chop. There we go. There we go, Ryan. Give your address and I'll send her some of them burrow panties. <laughs> there you go. She can't have them. We don't, uh, we don't want those distractions. Bro, he's still with the same girl he's been with since Ohio State. Stranger for a one nighter, yeah. yeah. She, oh, over Carrie Underwood, I just I take them both, and I wear I wear my Chad Johnson uh, mohawk while I'm doing it. <laughs> them both. Hey, real quick, did you guys going back to Dustin's comment a little bit? Did you guys already discuss the penalties at all? No, we didn't. No, no that's penalties. the first. So, so bitch about it, rant about it, Derek. Tell him it's fucking bullshit, and we can't have this shit no more. <laughs> I Whose was just comment say, is he talking about? Dustin's comment back when he was asking, are there anything that you would be worried about? That was one thing that I was... So you don't have the camera on because you're driving, but you're reading the comments. No. Uh, about when, any, no. anything with the offense. What else is affecting the offense besides Burroughs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, saying, they're yeah. saying penalties. Right. That, that's, that's right there is in the... In the podcasting business is what you call a callback yeah but in the two the two, the two yeah. with the uh um the false starts in a row that was pretty shitty yeah that was, that was terrible yeah rant yeah I, rant. I think the penalties definitely definitely affected the game and and i'll i'll say this you want to hear me rant quit fucking booing our no shit Yes. Gosh, there is nothing that gets me angrier than people booing the team because when they when they had those two false start penalties and then they decided to wait and hold the ball and then just they they I forget was it that I can't remember now if it was that time but and then they decide just to kick the ball to to finish the quarter or finish the half. You know, there were people that was booing them off the field like come the fuck on, man. Yes. What are they going to do? Well, especially you, you know, at the end of the shot at the end though. You know, at the end of the game, Derek, when they ran the clock down before um before they took that final timeout or, or spiked the ball or whatever, so they could kick the field goal that put us the three points ahead. <clears throat> people around me were all like, What the fuck are they doing? Uh, go for it. Go yeah. or spike the ball, spike the ball, spike the ball. I'm like, 
the fuck you get out of spiking the ball, man? They're playing it smart. They're running the clock down. They're going to kick a field goal, you know? Exactly. What the fuck? They're running the time off the clock. Or when, when they, they were running the ball to knock time off, you know? Everybody's like, take a shot, take a shot. Like, yeah. why would you do what? that? Exactly. You want to give Stafford more time? Go right ahead. But that is not the right thing to do, in my opinion. When they got behind the eight ball because of the penalty, I completely understood just running it and running it because – at that point, you're already behind schedule, so you might as well run as much clock off as you can. Yeah. Casual fans. But that's yeah. okay because I love the casual fans. They come in there oh, and yeah, help absolutely. pack that stadium and make some noise. I mean, they yeah. made a lot of noise. They just made too much noise when it went to when it went to the booing. I'm not a fan. Like I told the guy that sits next to me and John, I said, what the fuck is everybody booing for? I'm like, I hate the booing when they're coming off the field. Like, come on, man. I hate the booing. Now, there's sometimes I feel like people will be booing the refs or booing. They're booing the refs or they're booing yeah. something else, and everyone just is like, oh, they're booing the players. Because to me, those penalties, like, were very, very, like, they did move. Like, you guys were asking, and I'd watch on yeah. TV. They did move on the replay, but they were so Minimal movement, so ticky tacky calls that I think the fans were probably, I'm, I'm just guessing, booing the referees right. and those calls more than the players. Right. Which that happens. Well, I'll boo the fuck out of some referees. I'll boo the fuck out of some referees. Last night, I, <laughs> night, I felt Absolutely. like they were booing the players, though, when they were booing. Yeah, That's what was, I was there was, like. When when we was going in the half, they were definitely booing the players off the field, and I did not like that one bit. Yeah, yeah, I've, we've seen that before too, and it's like, man, I, yeah. I don't like that either. I agree. Yeah, but I, you know, I I will say this though, I was definitely it. It was really really awesome the the energy last night, and then to to get when they we got quiet on offense. I'm telling you, we got quiet. You remember that? Yes. I hate bringing it back to this, but you remember the Bills game when when all that shit went down and it was deathly quiet in that stadium? That's yeah. almost how quiet it was when we were on offense. Derek, I will 100% agree with you. That stadium was quiet when we were on offense. I will agree with you on that. And I I even told Sarah when we were talking or we were talking about the game on the way home. I said, "You know what's crazy is we were sitting up in that seat and I could hear Burrow say hut. Like I don't ever remember being able to do that sitting inside the stadium. Greg, you got to do the camera and the microphone for a sneeze. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to be fair. That's true. All right, so we got Tennessee Sunday, 1 o'clock, in Tennessee, on the road. I watched some of the Browns-Tennessee game, and Tennessee did not look good in that game. <laughs> Now he did it again. Did the same microphone, Greg. He did the same thing. He did. Damn, Matt Stafford. What are you doing, Matt Stafford? What are you doing, Matt Stafford? Why are you Matt Stafford? Wait, well, no, I didn't even notice. Uh, oh. He said that uh, everybody pretended like he was Matt Stafford getting ready for the game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hunting yeah. on him. He's Matt Stafford. So if a woman falls off the stage, you're just going to turn around and be like, oh, I didn't see nothing. Right, exactly. Oh, That's what man. Matt Stafford does. But anyways, so Tennessee did not look great. Once again, I was telling Chop before the show started, 
He's like, damn, if we could just get that much pressure every time. I'm like, well, we're going to face a mobile quarterback. Tannehill has a little mobility, but he doesn't use it a lot. He's more wants to stay in the pocket. He's not Deshaun Watson. He's not certainly not Lamar Jackson. Lamar right. Jackson, that guy, with freaking unreal running the ball. So I, I don't see any reason we can't tee off on these guys. Hopkins still looks like he has something left for Tennessee. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry, it's like, has he done much this season? But that almost scares me to even say that out loud. Because right, we've held him in check. Yeah. yeah. He'll eventually have a good game. Tajay Spears that we all love from Tulane as a, in the draft. He's been playing mm-hmm. really well for them. So they have two running backs. And then Traylon Burks, I haven't seen him do a lot. But their line, Skaronsky was out last week. I don't know if he'll be healthy this week. Large but uh, their line, I, I really feel like their line is weak. Like I'll just say some of the names of their line. Andre Dillard, Skaronsky, who was out, Aaron Brewer, Daniel Brunskill, and Chris Hubbard. Do you guys even know any of those motherfuckers? Hardly? I just know Skaronsky because we so much in the draft this year. Right, but he was out. He was first yeah. Is he going to be out for this week too? I, I'm not sure yet. I All haven't right. seen anything. I don't know what his injury was. But holy hell, that's their starting offensive line. And you just saw what this defensive line was able to do getting after. So right. just an early look at the game because we'll get into this more, especially on Friday. Thursday we're going to have Corey Dillon, by the way. So that'll be interesting to to listen to Chop say, "Hey, I I fucking hated you, but now I kind of like you." So that's going to be awkward and fun and weird all at the same time. But anyways, so Tennessee little preview. What do you guys think about their offense and their offensive line, and what are you looking forward to from our defensive line potentially? I'm hoping our defensive line picks it up just where they left it off. Absolutely. Go in there and just four quarters of fucking smash mouth in your face. Ryan Tannehill scared as shit. Fuck him. Fuck him in the ass. I, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, Fuck I want to hear that little – what's that little clicking sound when they face changes on Waterboy? That's what I want to see doing with me still and all that. Just keep – keep. I'm Matthew Stafford. This time I'll be Ryan Tannehill. You're Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Future Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Yeah. Friday, on Friday's show. Ryan yep. Tannehill on Friday's show. Exactly. Yeah, Friday show, you're Ryan Tannehill. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, does that line, even if Skaronsky plays, holy hell, there's oh, yeah. definitely some weaknesses on that offensive line. We got Hubbard. Hubbard, I mean, Hendrickson, I mean, Hendrickson alone. This beast, he's played well all season. Osai, Osai, Derek uh, saw the snaps. He only got like, Derek, I don't know if you're still with us, but he got like five snaps yep. or something. Yeah, played 6% of the snaps, I think, what, what it ended up being. 6% total, whatever that number was, yeah. seven snaps or something. I don't know. But Look at this yeah. Charles Zard. Without Osai, man, six sacks. Osai, if he's feeling better and gets a little more playing time, keeps everybody fresh, go ahead, Chop. And DJ and BJ are going to butter damn biscuits. <laughs> from Charles Zard, who is most likely not Santori. <laughs> hey, Dale, you missed the milk shots at the game uh, uh, yesterday. Smoking big Ugh. doinks and Amish. Yeah. Yeah, they, Santori brought a gallon of milk, and they're all standing there doing milk shots. Yep. And Santori Bengals' dad's like, give me another shot of that milk. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Santori's like, you want some milk? I don't want any milk. I'm okay. And then after the game, they pulled the milk back out. Santori and uh, Ashley. That's like great. That's like a Greg wet dream. That's I, I, was, I was just about to say that. Yep. Oh, I know, right? I'd already given oh, Greg a Coke Zero. So, <laughs> what? What'd you say, Derek? I said Greg was probably like, "Oh, you guys got some milk? Oh yeah." yeah. Was like, Ooh, hurry, yeah. get that milk out. I'm thirsty as fuck. Hell yeah. to the fuck yeah! yeah. I need some I'm of that so milk. hot. Give me some of that lactose. Yeah. I'm so hot, man. Does somebody got a, a big gulp of milk? Exactly. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night and I chug some milk. Like, you got one of them 72-ounce milks? I buy them in quarts. Yeah. Fuck them Polo Pop. I need me yeah. some milk. Yeah, I think this, too, because he's not going to have two off weeks like that in a row. T going to ball out in Tennessee, Ronald says no, here. For plus, the uh, hey, plus Burrow. He gave that he gave that game to Jamar because in his press conference he was like talking about how he had had off the field talks with Jamar and he was frustrated and he said I got you this game so I'll bet you next game he's got B to get them all back on track. Yeah, but T still had eight targets. He just had them yes. off, yeah. off night, right. really. So so Dale, um, they did. We did see T walk off or walk back into the locker room. Did did anybody have any updates on that? or Cramps. They said cramps. Okay. I said it was because he was hanging out with Chad the day before. Yeah. Too much fucking McDonald's. <laughs> when he actually went in the locker room, I said maybe he – and I was being serious. Like, maybe he's changing his gloves because, you know, he wore the white gloves because all white. And mm-hmm. it, uncharacteristically, he had those drops. So, I thought maybe he actually went and was changing his gloves. I guess he would have just had somebody run gloves out to him, though, really, right? No, if yeah. that was it. Now, yeah. are, he is from Tennessee. I hate to say it, but I'm going to be the guy to say it. Are we worried at all that this is a Jesse Bates situation? Huh? I'm not too worried. Oh, T? Oh, if we're, oh yeah. no. I hate, I hate talking contracts. No, we're not talking contracts. I'm so far away from thinking that. I had to sit here and think, what the hell you're talking about with Jesse Bates? No. I usually oh, shut that yeah. down, Derek. On the well, like, like I said, I hate I hate to bring it up, but it is a thing that's going to be talked about. Is T in his own head right now? No. Nope. I mean, right. from that standpoint, I can understand why you would bring it up. Ah, I'm going to say no for now. Let's let's see this. See what happens. He played so well against the Ravens. Like mm-hmm. he yeah. did. He really did. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even been close in that game. I mean, that would yeah. be oh, you like his concentration was so off. Yeah, that's no. that's all I was talking about. Cause because it was the the first half of the year, the Super Bowl run, Jesse had even said, like, you know, this whole contract. He did. That, that was the mom. year yeah, that was the year before his, once he knew he was on the franchise, and that was basically they had drafted Dax. He just knew he was playing out one year, and he just played and wanted to try to win. Well, yeah, because yeah. he needed to get a job somewhere else. Sorry. Turned out to be Atlanta. Sorry, I didn't mean – I I should have been more clear about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I hope not. I, T, man, he loves it here. And Mama mm-hmm. don't play like that. She ain't going to let him. She's going to be on his ass. And, I'll, man, this is what I said last night is I said – um. Man, I'll bet you that Mama T's Twitter is fucking going off tonight. Because oh, yeah. you know she she's going to be on there 
defending her boy. People talk shit, and somebody did. Some unnamed person got on there and talked some shit, and she smacked the fuck out of him with the verbal. Like, she was pissed. Yeah. You guys oh, know yeah. who I'm talking about, right? I don't know I who it was. Make, but... I wouldn't want to make Mama T mad. That's all I know. Uh-uh. Let's just say Mama T might come over to our tailgate now, visit us. <laughs> Somebody might have pissed her off at the other one. Oh, no. Nah. Hey, Mama fuck, T man? lot one's always open. Uh, I want to be not on, on the too. screen. Uh, I thought Carol we were all being so. not on the screen. Don't yeah. care. Yeah, none of us care for T's agent, Carol. Got to agree with that. David Mulligan, I mean. Yeah. But that's that's his job. Like, And, I mean, he got Bates paid, and Bates is balling out. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. Good players are going to play good wherever they go, and they're going to hope to lift teams. There we go. Stop it, Ronald. You're you're acting like pork chop now. <laughs> That's what's happening, man. Like Thanks. Justin Jefferson hasn't signed out there because he's waiting for the offseason. Let him test the market, and we're gonna have the boys back. The championship trio. Yeah. Two we're got- gonna have two two hundred million dollar receivers. Yes. Or whatever. Sh- no, no, in my in my mind, um Jamar Chase and uh Justin Jefferson split fifty five million a year right down the middle. Oh, yeah, because they just, you know, don't care about money. Well, they want to play with each other, and they're all millionaires, and so they're happy. You want to play with me, but if I had a chance at $55 million on my own, I'm sorry. Man, ain't nobody paying a wide receiver $55 million a year. What do you think? What do you think he's supposed to get? Like, what, 40 Justin Jefferson will probably get 20 close to 30 a little over yeah, 30 No, Justin 30. Jefferson will probably get about 31 32 so yeah, he'll be taking a cut. Yeah. He'll be taking, yeah. you know, uh, he don't want to leave Kirk Cousins, Derek's favorite quarterback. That's all smoke and mirrors, boys. Smoke and hey, you're mirror. talking about the you're talking about the defeated. I wasn't. I, I can't say undefeated because we well, can't number say one QB now. in fantasy out of range. right now, Kirk Cousins. All right. Yeah, uh, he is number two on ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, I gotta head off now. I oh, gotta I'm number two now. Yeah. Hey guys, I gotta head off though. I gotta. I, I got another show I gotta do here soon. So oh, yeah, I don't even care about this show. I gotta head off here and do other shows. Yeah, guys, I gotta do my. I gotta do my show. That's not my show. Sorry, I forgot. Greg has. Some I know. Shows. I know that I'm a co-host on this show, but I gotta go on a show that I'm not. I got priorities, man, and you guys yeah. ain't them. I tried. Man. I tried to please everybody. I gotta try to. I try to please everybody. Sorry, guys. Just go then. Yeah, love you guys. Just go with your other man. Go. Yeah, love love you guys. Love you, Greg. (laughs) What a whore. Love you, yeah. Dirty whore. That other show doesn't start for (laughs) fucking about an hour, forty-five minutes. He needs to get rested. Like pre-game cake. Yeah, he got. Uh, He didn't know. Gotta eat pregame ass. Yeah, and his boss says he's an ass kisser. Yeah. Yeah, he's an ass kisser. <laughs> well, you probably should have this yeah. top you going to work. Today. I do have to get a shower. Tennessee Titans, baby. Yeah, we'll, we'll we own them down more. there. Anybody in the chat making the trip? 
Uh, not Santori. Interested to see how many people. Are this guy. This guy's right making now. the trip. Is he not? This guy's going. You are. No, I'm not going. But this guy, who's not Santori. Oh. Oh, he's how, many, going. how many burners does Santori have? I don't know. I, he just must figure out a way to switch his name up every time he comes. How do you on. know that Santori? Come on, man. Because <laughs> I mean, it's just Santori shit. Like uh, here, he had a different burner on here before. Greg Guzlin, nothing but you who DJ. Uh, you know this. I mean, just read this stuff and picture Santori. Who day large men. Pork chop smoking big doinks and Amish. Santori. I I will say though, Santori's fit last night was was pretty elite. Those pants he had on were code for me needs my milkies. Come on, man. It's Santori. I'm just surprised (laughs) that my freaking brain dead ass picked up on it. Yeah, nothing gets past you anymore, Chop. This lots of things get past me, man. If Santori just logged in with all of his different accounts, we could like hit some real high views. You know, yeah. we need all Santori's accounts to like all his burners. and subscribe to Bangles and Brews. Yeah, all seventy-two see, of them. Our our secret is is you know twenty-five of our thirty viewers are just Santori. <laughs> Can't confirm I'm not Santori, but it sounds like we need exactly to what trend. Santori would say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sounds like what Santori. Santori would say. Yeah, shut up over there, Charles. You're Santori. <laughs> Charles Santori. Right. All right. Well, good show. The Bengals got their first win. Man, I'm so excited for that win. It feels much better. Uh, everything today was just a little nicer, you know. After it feels fucking great, man. It feels so good. It feels great. And uh, hopefully we string yeah. some off here. Now it's time Tennessee. to fuck you, Tennessee. Up yours. Up yours. Fuck you, Nissan. Up yours. Fuck up yours, up Tennessee. Yours. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Tennessee. Right up yours, motherfucker. So, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to hopefully get another win this week. Be two and two. Let Burroughs' calf keep resting up. Defense. Defense has got to bring it again. That's going to be a big key. But Thursday will be our next show, so we will not be back tomorrow. Why we haven't won on Thursday, Dale? We'll be on Thursday, so you can tell Corey Dillon how much you love him. You didn't love love him. You didn't love him for throwing his pads in the stands. And you were mean about it. And then you watched him on Jeff's show all these times. Yeah. And you said, you know what? We should have Corey Dillon on. I want to tell him that now I love him. I watched him on Sports with Greg. Big Savage Greg. Sports you want to be Big one Savage of Dylan's Greg. dudes. Yeah, I'm a Dylan. I'm a Dylan dude. I'm a Dylan dude. Jeff put that on his thing, and then Greg apparently come up with that name. They're having Corey Dylan on Jeff's show today, by the way. The Sports of Strawberry Ice. Yep. And Dylan's dudes. And I said, man, that name sounds super gay. And then Greg was like, well, I'll come up with that name. I'm like, Greg, I'm sorry. I love you, but that still sounds super gay. Right. Dylan's I mean, we dude. don't have nothing against gays. I'm just so, right. talking about this. <laughs> Yeah, but still so everybody, please tune in to sports with. Please tune in to sports with Savage Greg. And sports with Savage Greg, and watch, watch, Savage Greg go with Dylan's all. dudes. No, it's Corey Dylan yeah. and Dylan's dudes. Corey Dylan and yeah. Dylan's dudes on sports with <laughs> Big Savage Greg. I'm not calling us Dylan's dudes when we have him on Thursday. <laughs> no, 
It's not Corey Dillon's and Dillon's dudes. Derek, you're not going to be on. What should we ask Corey Dillon on Thursday from you? From me? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, no, that, that's probably a sore subject. I was going to say ask him what it was like to share a backfield with Rudy, but. Oh man! You're shooting for one show only. No, right? Notice how he knew, he knew he wasn't going to be on here, so he's like, "This would be a good one." <laughs> yeah, Rudy, he's on here, Rudy no was way my, asking him man, Rudy was my boy back in the day, man. That's that's what got me liking the Bengals was Rudy Johnson. I know, but that's also what <laughs> got Corey Dillon <laughs> wanting to go to another team. That's why he threw his pads in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so, what was it up. like when Rudy kind of took your job? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, how would how that make you feel? Yeah. Describe so, your emotions at the point where they decided Rudy was a better choice than you. Yeah. How did it feel well, that I, a guy named Rudy Johnson was better than you? <laughs> I know. I, honestly, ask him about playing for Bill Belichick because I want to know, like, like see if we can get some deep dark secrets on on old old Uncle Bill on the hoodie. Yeah. I just want drinking stories. Like who, who was the big time partier? Oh yeah, that who fucked great. a lot? <laughs> right. Oh, you know that was Ocho. Who got the most poontang? Ocho, without a doubt. And why was it Carl Pickens? Hey, back yeah. in Corey Dillon's day, I used to pull a lot of poontang too. Me too. What about you, Dale? Back in Corey Dillon's day, I don't know. Probably like I, I was know. what two thousand three. I, I would have been eleven, twelve, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to look back. That here's one from our buddy KBR. Ask how drunk Darnay Scott was during the games. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> That's actually a good question. I, I feel like maybe maybe he will. Maybe he will, but yeah. But like the Darnay Scott. Get drunk before the games, and did you not? Probably we just don't want to be the feds now, like like Mike Hilton says. We don't want to be the feds. I don't have any questions for him. That's the thing. So you guys are gonna to have to come up with some questions. I don't have any questions. Like, hey, my question is gonna be like, hey, remember remember how I didn't like you? Great running back. Uh, yeah, now I do. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, okay, here's a great big question. Asking. If he thinks Joe Mixon has a chance to break his record, what record is it? It's his rushing yards. I said, what is it, 8,300 or something like that? I feel like these are all things we need to know. <laughs> right before we better do a little research, right? Are we going to have to actually look shit up? I'm going to look shit up tonight. Fuck me. I have to look some shit up. Dude, we always anyway, just wing it. Come on. I got to get in the shower, fellas. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. I got to roll it.